I'm so excited to be here with Dane. He is an all-around expert, obviously, in the fitness industry, but we are talking 100% about virtual. Well, we're, the reason we're talking about virtual, I'm sure you've heard, holy cow, so much about virtual during, obviously, the pandemic, the, the space we're in right now, which I don't know if it's post-pandemic or what we would call it. Definitely not post, but we're somewhere <laughs> in the middle. We are still needing to recognize how important virtual is and it's needed and it's always going to be needed. It was needed before even. So what we're going to recognize today are how we can improve what we've been doing most of us right now, or maybe even get started if you're not doing anything virtual yet. So some of Dane's experience comes from being a coach on the Daily Burn. I most likely would recommend you check them out as I'll, as well as I'll add their information in the the description of this video. Then also he's worked with the QVC, which how much bigger of an audience can you get, as well as Total Gym TV. So lots of experience coming from that area. Um, and he has a lot of experience working for various companies as well in the in-person space too. So recognizing as a group fitness manager, you have the talent, but how do you help them become better at teaching live or even recorded virtual fitness classes? My first question for Dane is, what are some strategies to help identify the instructors who are best going to fit that virtual space? Well, um, Stacey, thanks so much again for having me on episode three of 300. Uh, really to consolidate all of that and that, that amazing intro, um, just being able to work into these higher level of digital and virtual spaces you know, sometimes we think, you know, like, well, I don't have the Peloton budget. I don't have the daily burn budget. Our strategies are really not that all different than what you should be looking for in your team or potential hires that can really uh, take in this new profit center of virtual training for your club to another level. And I, I know if I'm a group fitness manager, like, I, if I'm driving revenue, I would love to have another profit center that like anything else takes some work. But if I'm trying to identify new talent or the talent I have, like, can they teach virtual where a lot of our um, producers and production um, directors really look at is your persona. And what I mean by persona is that you understand your primary persona and also what your secondary persona is. If you're an energizer, kind of like how I am, like if you're an energizer, you own that and you are consistent with it um, as you teach and just in your overall kind of vibe. But also you understand that your secondary persona, meaning like for me, my secondary persona is very much a drill sergeant comes from football. Like, I'm going to love you up, tell you the, you're the best person that ever lived. I'm going to infuse it with energy. However, we are not here to waste time. Like, we're not here to just like, you know, just kind of mill around or just do the exercise for the sake of doing it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it right. And that's how, you know, we enjoy our time together, so on and so forth. When I'm looking at instructors that really understand their primary persona, who they are, they're not trying to be somebody they're not. They're not trying to emulate somebody else. They understand and have, because when we talk about daily burn or, um, you know, total gym and everything, whether you, we want to hear it or not. And again, I'm talking to our group fitness managers, telling you guys kind of the inside knowledge. We are looking for a personality and not just you're nice or like you have energy. It's a, there's a difference between personality and persona. And mm -hmm. people that understand their persona are able to project that character, so to speak, mm -hmm. an amplified version of themselves through a lens, which creates a rich, engaging experience 
um, no matter what the format you're teaching. So I would look for talent that can identify their personas, primary and secondary um, into that. And if you're like, I don't even know how to search for those things. Again, look on those other platforms. Again, it's easy enough to look on a daily burner, a, um, a Peloton or a Tonal or whichever your digital platform of choices and kind of seeing what kind of vibes do you get from this person? Are they a drill sergeant? Are they an energizer? Are they the inspirer that kind of make you cry like throughout the workout? Are they funny? Are they f- consistently yeah. funny and making enter, you know, the workout a fun, um, you know, an, a, environment, you know, are they the technical buff? Like they put mm-hmm. form first with everything and that's how they engage a true fitness experience. Yeah. Oh, so good. And I've noticed even some instructors can describe that about themselves and some just can't quite yet. You know, some people, when you ask them that question, you know, what is that? What is your persona while you're teaching? If they don't know how to describe it, then they might need a little more time. Yeah, but they might need so a little true. more time or they might need some help. Like, Yeah, help finding, yes. They, mm-hmm. they might not be able to articulate. They know it, they feel it, but they mm-hmm. don't quite know how to articulate it, which can mm-hmm. create, again, a, a good from great. Stacey, I'll go on a detour for a quick second and saying, yeah. doing virtual, we experience, it's easy to go from bad to good. That's a mm-hmm. big, that's, that's a small gap to cross, so to speak, yeah. or a big gap to cross. Like you can go from mm-hmm. bad to good pretty easily in the virtual space. Mm-hmm. To go from good to great, where people are consistently investing time and money obviously into that profit center. Now you get more granular. Now you do start thinking along the lines of uh, daily burn, Peloton, tonal and everything like that, because that's where we thrive in really those granular things that uh, allow us to have, you know, a couple hundred thousand uh, member subscriptions a month. Absolutely. Yeah. And just that, like you said, that revenue drive and then the introduction it has to the instructors. I love that Daily Burn incorporates multiple instructors a lot of times. So it's a great way for maybe they love Dane, but they also see someone else. And it's that it's such a great strategy. So I think you're so on point and we may not have the Peloton budget, but watching their videos and seeing what they're doing is going to be so insightful for you as the manager and the, the team. Yeah, I um, cannot double down enough. Our strategies are not all that mind blowing. We yeah. just focus on it a lot more specifically because, again, like that's how we maintain our our visibility in a very uh, big digital platform. Absolutely, absolutely. So, really, my next question about helping managers explain. So, maybe they find those personas is about helping managers explain to the instructors that they have found who they want to introduce to digital or to help enhance in digital, help explain to them the difference. What are some key differences you want instructors to hear about that they need to focus on or do when they teach a virtual class versus in person? So I will definitely say this, and it might be an extra added expense. I'm gonna give you also the the true take of it is that um, I have a lot of people that make me look a lot better than what I really am um, when I'm on camera. I have, you know, a whole tech row that's changing music as the workout's going on. Wow. I have my fitness director, um, you know, Melissa, who has her headset on. That is like while Dane's doing squats, she's behind the camera doing 
jumping jack. So I know like, all right, so next we have jumping jack. He's pointing from camera one to camera two. So I can follow the tally. I have a lot Mm -hmm. of help that make it seem fluid and easy on top of whatever I bring to the table. I would take a step back and saying you as a group fitness manager, either you being that person or having somebody that can be kind of the director, so to speak, to help behind the camera. It will help your presentation of your content so much. Like it just takes it another level so that the talent on the other side of the camera right here can really tap into the persona, the coaching, the cueing. So, so I want to just preface that for a second. If you don't have the budget or I hate saying like, I don't have the time. Like we all have 24 hours. We just have to prioritize the time. Um, but I would highly recommend that. But if you're just focusing on coaching live versus um, on camera, I would say some of the main differences would be the fact that you have to kind of, re- that's where your persona comes into. I have to reach through the camera. I have to really talk behind the lens. And when we talk about that is what are they feeling and experiencing and what are the progressions, regressions, modifications that I'm already going to have to work through and talk about as they're going through whatever the workout is in daily burn. Um, and say, even like Peloton, we can't see the user on the other end. Peloton does live classes and you can't see the person on the other end. Beachbody has kind of maneuvered that into more of a Zoom kind of aspect where they can have that, you know, one-to-one interaction and kind of call people out. But when I'm recording a daily burn session, a total gym TV session, I can't see the person on the other end. They're not there with me in real time. So I have to be able to talk through um, what I like to call like the ABCs, like the uh, coach, educate, motivate coach them into like, just get them into the squat, like Mm -hmm. precise and concise, like talk about how to get into the squat. Once I have them going and through it, educate. Now we can talk about form corrections. You really want to go modification or as we call on daily burn, low impact body weight option. Here's your option. Your vernacular really is important to how somebody receives your information. So here's an option. And then we can get a progression. And then we sprinkle in a little bit of, um, uh, motivation and our persona and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Stacey, it's like we talked about like a, like a cocktail recipe, like a dash yeah. of this, an ounce of that, shake it up and then move on. Um, so that. that, but in person, mm-hmm. the feedback's always there. Like you can get somebody's smile or frown, or mm-hmm. when you tell a joke, you get a reaction. <laughs> so you kind of like, exactly kind of right now, mm-hmm you have to be able to already anticipate and be with that person in their living room, in the office, Mm -hmm. as you're coaching through this. And that's what we talk about coaching through the lens. Absolutely. So you kind of have this, have to have this almost imagination while you're teaching. Is that, I love those layers too. Yeah. So every manager needs to write those down, like how to help your coaches talk succinctly because I've noticed that in virtual when I take classes with like Peloton instructors, daily burn instructors, there's no like fluff in the words they're saying like the likes and the ums and the errs. We're going to have maybe one or two, but I rarely hear them because they're just so on point, ready to go. Um, everybody's on, especially when we go into, if you go into studio and we're in production and everything like that, like we got to start at a certain time. We got to end at a certain time. Like, and there is no, um, people think sometimes, and it happens rarely. There has to be a big tech hiccup or something like that for them, mm-hmm. you know, cut or anything. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. once we start the workout, like we're on, like, 
yeah. and, you know, you get what you get and mm -hmm. we can't uh, really have that time because a 30 minute workout we do on our flagship show, Daily Burn 365, like mm -hmm. it's 30 minutes, like yeah. say what you got to say and keep it going. Go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's tough. It's so tough. It's impressive. It's impressive. I've noticed with certain instructors, just how few takes we really need. We really can make it happen. You know, it's very impressive. And if you cool. flub, and if there is a if there's a, a mishap on the talent side, there is kind of this authentic kind of like work through it. Like I've been in yeah. sessions where I've been on daily burn stuff where like I trip over a dumbbell or like my mat goes like you know scooting over. I've actually slipped because like of sweat on the oh, floor. And I actually yeah. slip a little bit, and like it just adds to the authenticity of the session a little mm -hmm. bit. So don't feel like it has to be like perfect 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 yeah. those yeah. those type of things now if it happens all the time it's one thing but yeah. um <laughs> those kind of flubs um make you um uh it humanizes you as like we we mess up and it le actually makes the audience more engaged with you mm -hmm. which is also good that's definitely true because they're uncomfortable potentially too i mean i've heard in some cases i've had to tell like you've kind of shared the imagination piece imagine these people watching you imagine these people participating with you because you can't see them sometimes i'm i think about like i know my mom when she first started doing virtual she's like i just watched she's like i just sat there and watched for a little bit because i was so scared so that humanization can be so important because she just who knows maybe she had a cocktail just sitting there waiting and that's and it and that's okay like yeah i would love if people did the workout but if they just watch and yeah. it's just entertaining Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, so my last question for you are really, what are some strategies to best prepare instructors for teaching online? So you had kind of alluded and explained some of the behind the scenes, which is super helpful, but are there, there's sometimes a person behind the camera who's like coaching you, directing you, how much prep or I guess rehearsal do you spend on your classes mostly or yeah. recommend? I think just like in live classes or whatever, like a 30 minute class doesn't is not 30 minutes of work. If, if we all if for all my group fitness instructors out there, we know a 30 minute class isn't 30 minutes of work. <laughs> like, like, amen. <laughs> like, you get there beforehand, you, you stay afterwards, the, the, yeah. the time it goes into programming, even if you're doing something um, choreographed like Les Mills or BTS or whatever, or Mosa, like mm -hmm. that still takes prep work. So if I'm going to kind of run down how we can best prepare in a, as group fitness managers for our talent, again, um, it comes in with already identifying weeks beforehand. And uh, let's say weeks, let's go a month. Let's really niche this down. A month beforehand, if you're doing something that is uh, always yoga or whatever, that's fine. Already have outset what the format is going to be or what the workout is going to be. We get our uh, ideas or instructions from my director, Melissa, and uh, one of our producers, Josh, like a month in advance. All right, Dane, you're going to do a hypertrophy workout. You're going to do a slider workout and you're going to do an AMRAP workout. Cool. So I have like my core structure of like what I need to like create from there. I would say we go through about two or three rounds. And again, it doesn't have to be this, but there has to be kind of a first draft and a second draft of this for the talent. That's how you know what if you're doing, the, if you're creating the workout, but also you're doing it like that's it's a process for me. a 30 minute show for Daily Burn takes me about three and a half weeks to actually create. By the time you get on set, like 
it's a done deal. I should already know what's happening. But um, in, in that realm, I should already, if I'm going through it, I know what they're feeling. I already know what the progressions or modifications are going to be. I should never at that point be like, oh, I should have programmed this. I should have programmed that. At that beforehand, I should already know like, okay, like I'm going to do, I'm going to scrap this and put this in the set or, oh yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be hard. That's going to be great. Whatever. Um, And then I rehearse at least once to twice. I count part of the drafting stage as rehearsal where I kind of like am figuring out the movements and the flow and writing things down. That is a rehearsal probably about the day before production or whatnot, I go through a walkthrough. It's a light workout, but I'm just kind of going through ABC, XYZ, you know, as far as what needs to happen. So that's, I would say what you can implement is just preparation. Mm -hmm. Our crew is incredibly prepared because again, we can't, no, we don't get paid by the hour, so to speak, uh, on set and whatnot. Yeah. Everybody has a job. We got to be mm-hmm. out of call time because the hair and makeup assistant now, mm-hmm. it takes very little hair, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but for our female coaches, like mm-hmm. hair and makeup is like an hour, yo. Mm-hmm. So like, we don't have time. <laughs> You're like, let's go ladies. <laughs> But they all, and shout out to, to shout out to Addie, our um, yeah. hair and makeup for Daily Burn. Oh. She makes our lace look phenomenal. But it That's takes awesome. a lot of preparation, but we are committed to the preparation. So by the time that camera has to go on, it's just execution. It's kind of effortless because we put in the yeah. time for preparation. So if you didn't get anything out of that, anything else out of that, the main thing, if you want to set yourself up for success and what you need to be doing, what we do in the higher level of digital fitness is that we are committed from production to direction to talent to the preparation so that we have this really engaging, enriching, um, you know, fitness workout that's, you know, broadcasted on camera, Zoom, you know, your TV screen, whatever. Um, again, because we're, we're banking on hundreds of thousands of subscribers and memberships to continue to fuel our company. Wow. Yeah. And with that pressure, like you said, that can be, that can bring some nerves, but preparation really can help with that. It can really help. It's not hard. It's just, it's just something that you have to be committed to. Yeah. That commitment. That's so great. You had so many good nuggets today. I so appreciate it. I knew it was going to be great. Um, but we'll, Go ahead and pause for now. I'm sure there's more opportunity that we'll have in the future to continue to go down because virtual, there's so many pieces to it. We talked mostly about, obviously, the preparation, the need to continue improving with our instructors. And one thing we didn't touch on, we did touch on, obviously, watching other other companies do what they're doing. But potentially, even I'm sure at Daily Burn, you guys are reviewing the content too. Oh, man. If if I could just toss that yeah. nugget in there, just like yes, yeah. watch it back. You and grab a glass of wine or whatever. Because yeah, I, even to this day, I kind of cringe a little bit. I'm yeah. just like hearing your voice can be tough. <laughs> hearing my own voice can be tough. Yeah, I was like, what? Why did I say that? Like, why did that? Like that? Yeah. Like you don't know what you said in the moment, but you watch it back, and yeah. it's just like. Yeah, that, that's not so a educating. Sentence. That's not a word, you know. But be kind to yourself. But yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah that's not a word. It is so important. You get so much out of it. We're scared to do it, but it's a must. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it. So there's another bonus nugget for you. Is 